With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, yeah. We're back again. Three points in the gap. Another week of the season gone. And listen... Whoa, past few weeks it's been in it from the transfer window and now that the season started and all of that. Um, so yeah, let's get straight into it. Obviously, it's me, Pundit J. But you know, I'm here with Jay Motte, Stretford Paddock, and, and I've got Big Blue Mike's here as well in the building, in the gaff, I should say. Do you understand? So listen, let's get started then, innit? Let's talk about the results because United 4-1 win. Newcastle, Jay, it was beautiful. Talk to me. It, it was beautiful. Do you know what it was, right? It was, it was funny because... My old, the, the first feeling I had, right, when when we got like when Ronaldo scored was relief. Because we had all this sort of build up, didn't we? The crowd's all up for it, everyone's buzzing, it's a packed house, Newcastle are there for the taking. You couldn't really pick a much better team to play against. The struggling, you know, it's like it should be easy. <laughs> and then like Ronnie's return and you're thinking, there's a little thing in the back of your mind thinking, what if it's what if it's a bit of a you know, one of it's one of one of them days where it's a nil-nil or he, he don't get going and you know what I mean? Like the crowd are getting a bit restless and all that. So when he scored, yeah. mate, I was I was buzzing. Obviously, everyone was going mad, but a lot of it was relief. I was thinking, like, he's off the mark. We're, you know, we're off the mark. Happy days. Newcastle, to be fair, came at us. They caused us some problems. I'm gonna get into it a little bit later. I saw you tweeting about Aaron Wambasaka going forward. I thought he had one of his worst days oh, defensively. Yeah, defensively, yeah, I thought he was and I, I, I rate the kid defensively, but he weren't at the races against Newcastle. Yeah. But for me, I mean, it's always gonna be about Ronnie. He gets his second goal, which is a great goal. Um, but I thought Pogba was on fire. I just thought I was watching him, sort of where I was stood. You could see him for the second half, especially, I could see him quite closely. Newcastle play that sort of five man defence, don't they? Where they don't give you any space. There's not much room there. But he was finding them little pockets. He was finding them little balls, you know, sort of finding little spaces at the centre of everything, the heart of everything good that we did. And, you know, it was a relatively easy day in the office in the end because the quality. Yeah, well, you see what? Yeah. yeah. So, so the Ronaldo. Let, let, let. You have pundit. Have you got one pundit? He might have dropped off. But just while you just listen to you there, Jay. Um, yeah. Just to take it says, I get what you're saying in that, but... Let's just touch on Ronaldo, because we can't get past the Ronaldo. So let's just touch there quick. See, so Ronaldo, was he expected... Yeah, pundit. pundit. You're, you're, in now. you're dropping out, bro. Did I drop out then? Yeah, he drops out twice. But go on, go on, pick it up from Ronaldo. You're all right, you're on now. Don't yeah, know, I'll let yeah so, all right. Yeah, so Ronaldo now, so for you, like, did he have the impacts that you thought he'd have in terms of, like, the way he played and all that? Because, or was he a bit less or, do you know what I mean? Because obviously everyone knows he's 36 years old. He's not 23 no more. He's not going to do what he was doing back in 2008 and, 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 and things like that. Do you know what I mean? But to me, when I was watching his game against Newcastle, I saw a clever player in it. Like, obviously, yeah. those little bursts of speed over 10... 15 yards he's still got that in abundance and you see guys like Lascelles and, 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 and Hayden Mullins and them they're, they're not slow they're not sluggish guys you know what I mean but Ronaldo to be at 36 to be able to still still be aware and still be able to do that at the top level in in, in, in the Premier League yeah man I, you know what yeah I think I think yeah, we all know it's a big signing anyway 
but it could be bigger than what we actually think. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, boy, when, when you're talking about guys like Ronaldo, world-class players, ball of five times, Ballon d'Or winners, yeah, you can't argue with it. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, Oli's going to have to decide when he pulls him out, if he can <laughs> if he can even get Ronaldo to come off. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. You know what Ronnie's like. Yeah, to me, pundit, he's still back. Pundit, pundit, Go on. Pundit, it's a quick question. So, I, I haven't seen your game. Oh, I've just seen little bits on Twitter. So, I've seen the air kick and all that, where he's miskicked it and all that. So, I, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I haven't seen your game, but I've seen the bad bits. <laughs> I don't know if you played well or if you played if you played bad, but you've, you've gone and talked about the tactical layer, burst of speed, and that. I've just checked. I've just had a quick look because I've seen a lot of excitement. Bottom of the league, Newcastle, basically, basically not won a game all so, season. So are we not just? Are we? Are we looking? Are we? Are we how can I put this now? Are we? Um, are you making a judgment call on a big sign based on basically a team that should be in the championship is basically what I'm asking. Well, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Because a couple of weeks ago, you played Arsenal and Arsenal were bottom of the league. And I, I quite remember yourself being quite happy about it. So how how, how are we judging this? Are we judging this by league position or are we judging it on match by match basis, Mike? So what I'm saying too is Arsenal are a seasoned uh, Premier League football club that are traditionally <laughs> operating at the top end of the table. They've still got those players. They've still got those players there. You know, Arsenal at the bottom of the league is a surprise for everyone on, on in this pod right now. Newcastle being in the Premiership for a lot of people is a surprise. So I think we just need to be mindful where we're pitching the two, the two Arsenal, Arsenal, Newcastle. We, we know Arsenal are going through a bad patch. You know, I, you, you know, but you don't get an Aubameyang running round for Arsenal, do you? You, you don't get that caring, Tierney level of play. If you are, well, let's not go there because it's not. It's a non. <laughs> what I'm, what I'm yeah, like a salesman for Arsenal football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a season, yeah, but Mike, a season Premier League team. <laughs> yeah, but Mike's on a real level, yeah. You, let me ask you a question. Just, just, just touch base here with Arsenal Newcastle. Do you think Saint Maximum's a better player than Pepe? Do I think Saint Maximum's a better player than Pepe? What yeah. I think, I think, what I think is, I think Arsenal. Why are you buying yourself a little bit more time? Yeah, well, he's, he's, answer he's the question. He's done that. We've all done them ones. Repeating the question. Just give yourself. Yeah, buy yourself a little bit of time and that. Come on, mate. So what are we doing right now? Are we going to put out in one second here? Because it sounds like it's an individual debate. We were talking about a team, eh? So what, what, yeah, like, no. In answer, in answer to your question, mate. Yeah, I think that you know it's a fair comment. I'm, I'm not denying that Newcastle. In Premier League standards, I think they're going to struggle this season. I, I, I think they could probably stay up. I think they've got enough quality, like Sam Maximum and some of the other players they've got there. I think basically there's three worst teams in the Premier League than Newcastle United. But I think when you look at running what he did, you know, you can't make too many judgments off a game against Newcastle. But you can see there's still certain aspects of his game that we need at United. That first goal is a poacher's goal. He's on that keeper the way that Anthony Martial hasn't been doing. He's on him. So when he spills that shot, He's a, he's a tapping, but he makes that tapping because he follows follows up with it. The second one, the ball from Luke Shaw. You watch that goal. I don't know if you've seen it or not. It's not a great ball, you know. It's not into his stride. It's slightly behind him, but he uses his left. He pulls it back. He pulls it onto his stride with his left and he finishes. And it's that little reminder that, you know what? He's got those abilities that he's still got. Do you know what I mean? He's not lost that bit. So the only thing yeah, for me with Ronaldo is, is yeah. sorry, just one final point about it, is how much can he sustain it for? Can he turn up against the cities and the Liverpool? Can he do it a full season? Can he do it 90 minutes every game? Or is he going to, you know, we're going to see these types of performances against your Newcastles and your Norwiches and your teams like that and he might struggle. For me, I like I said to you, there's a lot of relief because I've see, I seen a lot of him running where I think he's still got it. He's still got it. It's not the same player that left us. I'm not saying he is. Yeah, you, you, you know what? Yeah, he has. He's still got it. But to me, what pleased me most was the the, the, the United look, look like they've got a spine that's of a certain standard from De Gea. Obviously, Varane and, and Maguire. Then you've got Pogba in front of that. Then you had Fernandez, and then you had Ronaldo. When you take those five, six players, you're looking at a very good spine there. Do you know what I mean? So it's gonna it's gonna do Tim because Newcastle at home should always kind of be no. Listen, no game's easy in the Premier League, but you expect United to pick up three points. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's whether they can go away to these top teams now and take up points against their rivals you know what I'm saying so there's big expectations for United it was a good win big up Jesse Lingard I'm not really his biggest fan yes. as most people know footballing wise but you know what he got his goal he went on loan he's come back and you know what he, he said to Oli listen man I, I'm an option innit <laughs> I'm an option yeah. do you know what I'm saying nah, it is what it is go so on quick question because I'm not being serious so obviously so any wins in the Premier is a good result so I'll joke aside but a question I've got because I didn't I've not watched United minutes because City run at the same time and that. Um, was it a 
good team performance or was it more individuals that stepped up and, and shown where it mattered? I, I think for me, and I'll let Pundit answer as well, but I thought second half especially, I thought the first half it's still a little bit get going. I thought Sancho was making some runs. I don't mind if he's losing the ball as long as he's trying and I think he was trying to make things happen, which I was, I was pleased to see. But I felt that the game went the way I thought it would do in terms of Newcastle tire a little bit, United start picking them apart and, you know, the, the quality outs. And I felt there was a lot of sort of in the attacking third, especially from United, we were a good attacking unit. So Pogba, Shaw getting forward, um, Bruno, Ronaldo, Sancho before he went off, working together. There was a, it was a good attacking team performance. Defensively, there was a couple of issues. Varane was left two on one at one point, I think for their goal. There was another one where David De Gea had to make a, a save from Joe Linton, where it was, I think it was 2 1 to us. That would have made it 2 2. Joe Linton's a better striker. There might have been questions there. But on the whole, I felt it was a decent team performance, especially in the second half. Yeah, the first half of Mike's, I just think United just kind of struggled. Um, but it's difficult, isn't it? When a Premier League team and comes and camps 10 man behind the ball, it is difficult. Do you know what I mean? And, and you've got to bide your time. I thought. I thought the ball was probably moving a bit slow in the first half. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think it needed to get shifted yeah. across the pitch a lot quicker. Do you know what I mean? But second half, once you get the goal, though, the floodgates could open because Newcastle can come out. Do you know what I mean? So overall, I thought it was a decent performance, but United can can play better for me. Do you know what I mean? Do you know but, what? Yeah, do, you know, good, do you know what? Bro. As well, it's it's just weird. It's, like they were time wasting for like the first minute. Like, yeah, they, they, like, they were like, honestly, like the ball went out in the first minute, and the the kids taking about half an hour. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're gonna have yeah, a long yeah. afternoon if that's your tactic. Seriously, like, do you know what? Yeah. On a level, do you know what that is? I didn't, like I, said, I didn't watch your game, but when teams come in there and do that, I know exactly what that would have been. Obviously, the euphoria Ronaldo coming, they wanted that to be a library and fans. They wanted it to be a boring non-event game, it. So all yeah, the yeah, around yeah. the early doors, that's what they were trying to do there. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So you think it's what you're doing here with all that? Just get on, just come oh, and play mate, it. Yeah. Even when we, even when yeah. it was ahead, they were doing it. I was like, are you, yeah. are you thick? You know, you've got a score to get a point out of this, and you're still. <laughs> Now, but do you know what, though, on, on a level, uh, uh, I'm just glad that the kids in it, like the new generation of kids got to see CR7 because, listen, if he was born, if he was born after the year 2000, Mate. you didn't really see, you weren't watching Ronaldo like that. Do you get me? Especially his first Mate. in at United. So it was good for the kids to see to see Ronaldo. But um, yeah, man, it was a good win overall. Another three points for United. Top of the league, innit, Mikes? Do you get me? So it's Mikes anyway, City, away, away at Leicester. Let me tell you something, yeah. The last three games, yeah. City, I put it, I, I think I tweeted it, City have stepped up the gas, you know. The last three games, three wins, no goals conceded, 11 goals scored, nine different goal scorers. Mike, you must be buzzing, man. Come on. Yeah, wonder. We're just going about our, our business just just as, as normal. Like you say, I don't think we've hit top gear yet, which is which is the main thing I'm buzzing about. And at the moment, so the contrast there, so we've got us here now, just on that, chugging along nicely. There's not too much of the euphoria. There's not too much of a dip in that. Whereas you've still got to come down in it. And that's going to be a joint <laughs> moment. To be with you. But like I said, so yeah, as you said, I've got no, I've got no complaints at the minute. You get me? We're playing well. We're keeping clean sheets. Leicester, the game against Leicester was interesting, though. Um, like say, it was one of those games where Leicester did create a few chances, and that old um, teams catching us with pace round the back there caught us again a couple of times. But again, Edison stepped up. But I weren't disappointed. This is a Premier League. You can't. It's rare you're gonna go games without teams creating chances against you. So I'll have. I, I, yeah, I'll accept that. I was happy with that performance. Bernardo Silva was absolutely frightening again. Just when he gets in his stride, he's one of their best players. In the yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're a proper big fan of Bernardo, isn't it? Yeah, I always have been. Yeah, I just think when he he, he gets in our best eleven any day of the week, I don't care who else is in there. He's just fine. He's one of them players for me that you you find room for. Um, Fernando Torres as well. I seen him get a quite a low score, but when I watched the game, his runs behind, stretching the play, getting on the end of things. I thought he played really well. He just didn't take a couple of chances. So yeah, I've got no complaints complaints there. So yeah, it, all in all, that that performance on 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 Saturday was for me. I'm, I'm happy with it. Like you say, especially going early doors going away to a trickier away ground with a team that 
as 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 people know, Leicester are probably the next in line to jump into this top four mix up and that and they're all thereabouts. They've got a good manager, they've got a good mix and blend of players as well. So yeah, yeah. It'll be tough for other teams to go there this year and I'm I'm happy we've gone there. Um while we're still trying to hit top form. Because you know, we've got KDB folding, we've got guys to come back in the team. So yeah, as you said, well I was just gonna I was just going to ask you that then about that, you know, Mike, because obviously you got Foden now back on the bench, you got De Bruyne back. Like, so for you, in essence now, like, when when I look at your forward line with Grealish, Torres and Jesus against Leicester, obviously you've got two, three guys there that, are, that have started the season very well, in it. So obviously you've got Sterling on the bench as well. So for you, when Foden and De Bruyne are ready to start football matches, you get me, for Manchester City, where who, who comes out? Who comes out? Because you've got... I'm looking at your midfield with Rodri, Bernardo and um, Gundogan. Who's coming out for you for De Bruyne? So, in that midfield three, it's a good question. So, I... I've got him, Jay. This is really sweet, this. Well, I had about 14 players starting for United and you two put it on me. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Well, Mike. How can I put this? The best way I can put this is eventually... If everyone plays to their potential, then, you know, you've got Rodri in there, for me, with a KDB starts in there. And then it's Bernardo Silva next in that deep line three. Then the forward front, the forward three, I, I like to see the forward and Mares. And then there's one jersey left at the moment, it's Torres. So... No, no Grealish. He, right, Grealish is playing all right. He's doing well, he's playing all right. But you're asking me that... From what I've seen from him before, from what I'm seeing from him so far, and then from what I've seen from other play- City players on top form, does he keep out those guys when they're flying? And no, but I'm not saying he won't do that. I'm, I'm not saying he won't do that. I like to say, I think there's room for Greenish to grow and that. But right now, if you're trusted me with a, a Champions League final and on a one-off game, Greenish don't start for me today. But three months yeah. down the line, that's a different. That might be a different answer. You get me. I, I'm one of them, as, as pundit knows. You have to. I have to warm to you in it. And I'm not saying I don't get. I don't like Grealish or nothing. But to force you into my starting eleven in my head, you have to show me more than a couple of games and a, and a couple of uh, one assist and that. So yeah, it takes time and that. So yeah, yeah. KDB no, comes in there for Gudugan for me, and um, in that that'll be my midfield three in it. Bernardo, you- KDB. And um, and and it'll be Fernandinho, but I know Rodri's the preferred the option for for Pep. Right. Okay. That's so it. so basically, you'd so you, so you'd rip out the, that midfield that midfield that's there apart from Bernardo in it, basically. Yeah, that that that'd be my team. But like I say, I've got a city mate that completely disagrees with me on all of those counts. Um, he's a he's a Rodri fan. He's a Godugan fan, yeah. which I am. But I just prefer I just pick those other guys that I named. Just give us a bit more in every. Are you time. sure? Are you sure? Are you sure that your mate ain't flipping Pep, Pep Guardiola? <laughs> it sounds like he. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he like he like them three as well. Do you get me? But on, on a yeah. level though, like obviously Leicester's a tough place to go and get points. No lies, you get me. Like Brendan Rodgers is a good manager. I like him. He's a very good coach. You get me. People laughed at me a few about a year ago when I said to them, "Listen, yeah." Brendan was on my B list to take over at Manchester United. You get me? Because I think he, he implements a good philosophy. He works with young players. He gets his teams playing well, like guys like T. Lemons and that. He's bought in Sumeri. But for City, I think that's One a big so out of curiosity, he was on the A list. He was on the A list. Don't you worry about my A list, son. He was on the A list. On the A-list. Do you know why I done there? Now, Oli weren't even on my list. You get me? But obviously, I had I had guys like Luis Enrique on there. I, do you know who I really wanted though, Mike? I'll be honest with you. It was Thomas Tuchel, you know. Oh, that was my guy. Mate, that was mate. my guy. And you know what? I made sure I kept... I made, yeah, I made sure I kept all my screenshots for man that was going to try and tell me, nah, you weren't shouting him. I was shouting Tuchel from you, you don't, You don't need your office. screenshots, Pundit. The, the, the national newspapers keep your screenshots for you, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see that one, Mike? Hey. I was, hey, looking for some, I was looking for something and then I was seeing this new newspaper article based on one of Pundit's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, don't call me Pundit for no reason, yo. Seriously, Trust me. But listen, yeah, um, but now on a level, it was a good, 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 good result. You know, you is, know, is, is I'm going to just say, Go sorry, on. Pundit, just from the, yeah, it was and like, I felt just from the outside looking in from United point of view, I was hoping that City dropped points at, at uh, the King Power 
Because I thought, you know, I'm not saying, oh, that's going to scupper him because obviously it's City, they're always going to kick into gear. But to have that start to drop, like, to have two games where they don't win in the first, out of the first four would have been very yeah. City-like. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not the start they wanted. And I thought there was a chance that Leicester get something from it, especially when you look at the, um, the, the community shield. But, yeah. you know, you, you, you saw it yourself that City have just got that quality all over the pitch. And it's weird with Rodgers because, like you say... He was a figure of full money, Brendan Rodgers. You know, like he's a figure yeah. of ridicule. You remember the, the Liverpool documentary where yeah, yeah, he was coming yeah. out all them like David Brent like mad comments and sayings like, you know, you can what was it? You can you can survive a, a week without water, but you can't survive yeah. a day without hope. You know, nonsense like <laughs> that. <laughs> what is this it's poetry guy? and all that? Yeah, he was like, you know, he seemed like a bit of a, a bit of a joker, but. You can't fault his, his, what he's doing in terms of his football. And I thought Leicester might have been the conversation for the top four this season. But already, already, I might be getting ahead of myself. But already, I think the top four is looking settled. I know it's not there now, but I'm, I think the top four teams, are, you, you'd expect City, Chelsea, Liverpool and United. I don't know, man. I think already it's going to be difficult for anyone to crack them top four spots. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, just on Rodgers, like, I think he's a better manager than, than Pochettino. You see, Pochettino's getting linked with everybody. You get me? Where Brendan Rodgers has been at Swansea, shown something. Do you know what I mean? Liverpool, shown something. Went to Leicester, Celtic, won trophies. Came to Leicester, won trophies. So, overall, I think Rodgers is a better manager than Pochettino. I agree. But that's just, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. That's, I think, think Poch is, um, you know, you look at that season when Leicester won the league, Spurs fell apart. It was there for the taking. You know, he finished third in the two-horse race. He finished behind Arsenal that season. And then you look at, he's gone to PSG. I'm not being funny. All right, he's won, a, you know, a, a, the cup and that. You've got to win the league at PSG. Without them yeah, but, like, you've got yeah. to. So, I know he got to the Champions League final, but, it, you know, they didn't turn up really. So, I, I'm with you on that one. I'm not a massive Poch fan myself. Yeah, the thing is, though, for City, they've already played, uh, as we can call it, like two of the traditional six in it with Arsenal and yeah. Leicester. Do you know what I mean? And they've got six points from it. And do you know something? They can't complain for the Blues. All the City fans are buzzing. I've see, I see, I seen videos of the, of, of the City away end as well. Everyone was bouncing in there. So, yeah, good week for City. Well, as you just said there, Jay, um, the top four races, listen, it's what? United, City, Chelsea, Liverpool, yeah. Do we really honestly believe, yeah, any other club in the Premier League is going to break that? that for this season I, I I know people are going to say you're getting carried away and listen United aren't even guaranteed top four most seasons it's the first time since Fergie retired that we've had back to back top four finishes but I'm just looking at the quality of the teams I'm looking at the other teams that you'd expect to break into that top, top four Leicester Spurs Arsenal are probably the three main ones now obviously Spurs beat City but they just had their arse handed to them by Crystal Palace and it's the same old Spurs problems lack of leadership you know, is it the kid, what's his name? Is it Sankanga got sent off? Gets a yellow, gets another yellow straight away, just hot-headed, not, you know, not showing that maybe a little bit of calmness. No one had talking to him either, just sort of, you know, a bit of Where was Harry Kane? Harry Kane's the captain. Harry Kane should be pulling, man, but he was quiet all game, him. He's not, I think he's, he's had like, I don't know the stats, I'm, you know, it's something like four touches in the opposition box all season or something stupid. So they're already looking yeah. a little bit like, what's going on here? You look at Arsenal, who've just had a, you know, I know they beat Norwich, but come on, they've had a disastrous start to the season. And then Leicester, I know it's one game, but you could see the golfing quality there between Leicester in terms of player for player. And Leicester have got a decent side, especially in the midfield, but they're no yeah. match for Manchester City. So I just think it's already sorting itself out. You're looking at it and going, Liverpool are looking good, United are looking good, City are looking good, and Chelsea are looking good. And they've got the squad where I think they can, all them teams can cope with injuries. Who's gate crashing that pie? Which team do you look at and go, they've got the players, they've got the manager, they've, you know, they've got the resources to, to, to really get into that top four. I already think that this season, the, 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 the gap is sort of getting bigger already. I, I just feel it is. Yeah. You know what? To be honest with you, I, I, I hear what you're saying, innit? Like, well, is, is it a money thing or is it a coaching thing? Because if you look at City, Pep, Liverpool, Klopp, and obviously <laughs> you've got Chelsea, do you know what I mean? With Tuchel and things like that. So you look at it and you think, Okay, do you know what? All the best managers are really at the top the top clubs. Oli's yet to prove himself like that. But do you know what I'm saying? Obviously he's spent a lot of money. So is it is it a coaching thing? Is it a money thing? Or what? Can Nuno do anything with Spurs? Can Moyes really do anything with West Ham? Can Dean Smith really do anything with Villa? Like, is it just a complete listen, we just need to get your own league and that's it? Or should them teams have them have the ambition and say, nah, actually? We feel United are the weakest. We feel Liverpool, whoever they, they feel that like they, they can be better than. Do you think they should strive for that? Or do you think they should just stay at their level, know who they are, and just make sure that they get that fifth spot, sixth spot sorted or what? 
you know the one team that I think should be going for it? Like, Who? you'd expect is, is Everton. Like, look yeah. at the money. Like, now that might sound comical, Everton, don't be silly. When did they ever get in the Champions League? They spent a lot of money over the years, Everton. Even over yeah. the recent years. They brought, look at the managers they've had as well, recently. Yeah. Carlo Ancelotti. How many Champions yeah. Leagues has he won? Rafa Benitez won the Champions League, mm. won leagues. Like, these are, like, top elite managers who've won a lot. Yeah, but you and know what, what Jay? Go on. But you know what? I agree with you, but it's difficult when you've got guys like Iwobi on your wing, innit? Nah, Do you get me, I, like... I, I'm not going to defend that you, one. You know what I'm right saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> it, is, it is difficult. And I think that, you know, you go back to, is it coaching, is it money? And I think one of the problems yeah. that, that some of these clubs have had is, like, erratic spending. One minute they're spending money, the next they're not... You know, Everton wasted a lot of money at a time. Remember when he was spending money on the Jordan Pickfords and the Michael Keynes and, and the Gilfie Sigurdsons and all them all them people like trying to get into that top four. Didn't really happen. Spurs have sort of cut the purse strings now, but there was a time when they used to spend money. And I just think it's a bit of a mixture of both like short-termism and not, not really having a plan in place. It's just like get a manager in, throw a bit of money at him. And then if that doesn't work out, Maybe we, you know, we'll get a different manager in, different players or no players at all, no changes. So, yeah, I just don't see any club out there who I think they, Leicester are probably the best in terms of the manager, the you structure, the yeah. faith that the, man, the, the, the owners have got in him and the, 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 probably the belief and ability to, to break in that top four. But I still think they're not even there. I, I really don't. Yeah. You know what? It just puts into perspective, yeah, the job that Claudio Ranieri did, didn't it? And to be honest with you, like people say, oh, yeah, all the big teams were, were playing well that season. It don't matter. We all took part in the Premier League and played 38 games, you get me? Like, so for Leicester, for what they did then, and they've continued to stay on a certain level, that's what I've kind of rated about Leicester. They've stayed at a certain level in it. Like, you've not seen Leicester all of a sudden now become a 17th place team over the last three years or so. Do you know what I mean? They've kind of bubbled up and, and held that bubble in it, and it's good for them. But I, I personally think the top four now are going to be the top four at the end of the season. Mike, what are you saying? See, I, I think we may we may have gone early in it just to, just to yeah. be and I'll tell you why, yeah. Just on this, because I don't think all forty see that, that title race that um us and Liverpool went um a a couple of years ago, it was back to back and it was nip and tuck and it was tight. Yeah. I don't know what that did to the players, but even as a fan, I hated that I hated that run. I, I prefer a <laughs> three, four point paddy, not one week you're behind and you're looking at so I don't think all four of the teams at the top here are going to be equipped for that, which then translates into every one of those teams at the top expects a win. I think every one of those teams in that top four now have got an inkling. Players in that dressing room think, actually, we can win the league. And the moment one of them tails off, which I think one of them has to, just in my head, not yeah. to what degree, I don't know, I think a, a no pressure on a Leicester or a Spurs is going to give one of them clubs an opportunity and probably, as you said, pointing towards Leicester. So, um, obviously, there's no guarantees of anything. Let's just have it right here now. Liverpool got in a Champions League on the back of a goalkeeper and Leicester just completely dialing out again the back end of last season. This is going to be their third year, right? So, you've got to be thinking yeah. they must have gained some experience. So, I don't know. I don't think it's as a done deal as, as, as others are making yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but for you, Mike, yeah, who do you think's the team that's most likely to uh, kind of have have that dip? Are you, are you looking at Liverpool and thinking, nah, do you know what? Watch them against Leeds, you know, the bat. Are you looking at Chelsea thinking, ooh, Lukaku, he's banging. Ooh, Ronaldo, United, come on, Pogba as well. Who, who, who's the most likely for right. you as a City fan? Are you thinking, yeah, they're going to be the weak link? Right, so I've watched all, I've, I've watched at least one game of all top four apart from United. So, you know, it... it um, so Chelsea, when I've watched them play, the Liverpool game will look good. In the other games, I'm looking at them and thinking, I don't know if there's enough here. Good and efficient, but I don't know if there's enough here for a stay a sustained run. Mm. You just don't know with them teams there because, it, it, like you say, they've got them players there where you think actually they can fumble over the line week on week on week. And the same thing with Liverpool, but Liverpool, to be fair, look more about like themselves the other day. Um, yeah, yeah. So and that, and that, yeah. that irritated me a little bit. So I, I don't know. I was, I was looking at those two, but and like the same with yourselves and that. But like I've only seen snippets and highlights and that. And that's why I asked the question before: was it an all-round team performance? And I'm staring there in the same grumblings. So to me, I'm looking mm. at probably yourselves and possibly Chelsea as the two teams that hopefully will have a a bigger. Deal yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do know. Yeah, you do know that you. Yeah, but hold on. You do know that United finished up with Liverpool last season, though, innit? Yeah, but you've asked me this but, season, haven't you? But all of a sudden, we're the weak link. 
Well, yeah, yeah, but the season before that, Liverpool obliterated everyone, and you finished behind both us and Liverpool. You're right. What we're talking about? It happens, doesn't it? Happens, doesn't it? <laughs> so, but hey, right, do you know what? I, do you know what? I don't know if you can see. I did a. I wrote down when you asked that question what I thought Mike's would say. Who's going to drop out? <laughs> <laughs> I, they'll say United. <laughs> I started going through I started going through each team and where I think yeah I'm only messing because you yeah I've just won the Champions League the we've had City there at one set we've had City there at the Premiership the Premier League we've proved we could get over the line Liverpool the year before we've won it United lost to Villarreal Mike, you knew exactly what you was going to say. Yeah. You you know full well, like, this is my point, yeah. the re- One of the reasons that I, I even say this now and say, like, as a United fan, and I'm a pessimistic United fan, I think the worst a lot of the time. I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm not feeling this. The reason I feel confident that top four including Manchester United obviously we can make top four because we finished yeah we lost to Villarreal but we finished second in the league and we've added three first team players that's the first time I've seen United do something like that we've strengthened the team not the squad we've not brought in Van der Beek's and Alex Tellez's and you, you know Kondo Palestri's with Liverpool right now I'm not saying that I'm saying I think we've got a good enough squad minimum to make top four right I'm not okay. saying yeah but, yeah, but hold, hold on hold on Oh, minimum. Hold on, Jay. I don't see. I don't see anyone catching us out of this top four that's already there. I don't yeah, see yeah, Leicester yeah. overtaking United. I don't see Spurs overtaking United. I don't see uh, Everton overtaking United or any of the other teams you've mentioned. I'm not saying right, yeah, but, Jay. The light, yeah. that, the likelihood of that happening is not probably going to happen. But I was asked the question when I went through the credentials of the, the current yeah. top four, and I based it over the three-year period. You got to take a. You know how it is when you, you get you yeah. take a little period. You judge it, and they came up. Trump's, you're the only guys that haven't delivered. We've got a third place finish this two seasons ago, a second place finish last season. Right. We've added three class players to the now team. Compare that, compare those two, three years to the other teams that we're talking about. Yeah, but you're so, you're league winners and a Champions League winner. Yeah. Well, granted, yeah, but you've got Liverpool who lost six games last season. Yeah. You've got they've also had all right, they've got players who come back from injury and so far have looked all right, but is Van Dyke back to his best? Mm, I'm not so sure. We'll have to wait and see. United as well are better last season than they were, I think, than the season before. Players yeah, like Mason Greenwood steps up a gear. Paul Pogba's playing better than ever. And we've added players. So I think that looking about two or three seasons ago, it's not irrelevant because I get where you're coming from that, you know, some of them players... Right, but Jay, on. check it. I think we're a lot stronger. That's my point. Right, Sorry, but check, on. check. So, so you just said United finished third, then they finished second, and now you're saying United are a lot stronger. So do you expect the title? I expect a title challenge. I've said this all along. I'm not going to sit and no, say, no, we're no, win the no, title. no, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying Jay. that. I'm not, I'm not saying this is <laughs> no, our year. No, no, right? I, I am Liverpool fans for 29 years saying this is our year. You are not clipping me up, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I no, no, no. I'm asking you. No, no, listen. influence on the papers, man. I'll be in the papers tomorrow with United <laughs> are going to win the league, says Jay Motty. And I'll be getting I, I just want to know. I just want to know, yeah, your level of expectation. Because, listen, right. this is Manchester yeah. United. Hold on. No, 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 you're, right. you're right. You're this right. This is Manchester this, United. Yeah. You cannot, right, you cannot finish second and add Cristiano Ronaldo, Jadon yeah. Sancho and Rafael Varane to your team and not have a title challenge. You cannot do yeah. that. Yeah? That is right. unacceptable. Yeah. I don't give a... If, and no disrespect to you two, if either of you two is managing Manchester United, I'd expect a title challenge, yeah? Because you cannot yeah. have a second-place finish, add free... I, well, two definite world-class players and one who's on the verge of world-class to so your team and then go, yeah. oh, well, we're still not at a title challenge yet. Okay, no. Jay, just a quick one. Oh, both of you, no both of you what, what's a title challenge? I want a definition. I'll give you a definition now, yeah? Two games left, still not settled. Right. That's okay. a challenge, yeah? Okay. In May, in May, we don't know who the title winners is. Yeah. If you're telling me April the 5th or whatever, City declared champions, United the second, that's not a title challenge. Okay. Yeah. What Jose Mourinho did, I don't give a fuck how many tables I look at that say Manchester United finished second that season. That title challenge ended in December when you beat us at Old Trafford and we went 17 points behind you or whatever. That wasn't a title challenge. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. So I'm yeah. all right. So I, I think, I think you, like you said, because you can't expect to, 
you can't obviously I want to sit to the league and I hope we win the league, but like, like, we're definitely gonna be in the league, we'll be upset. Yeah, so I get you. You've asked now I'm I'm all right with that. But I suppose the question why I asked you think you're ready to go toe to toe with Liverpool and you didn't quite go yes yet. Um the reason why I was asking that question really yeah. was to show to, was to kind of demonstrate why I had used kind of at the ones that ah, I right, right, right. So that's yeah. what it weren't a no, 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 because I, I, I understand that. And I think Liverpool are a bit of a... It's strange because they're almost a great unknown because they were so poor for parts of last season. They were so reliant on Van Dijk and they had other defensive injuries. I don't, they don't like to mention it. Um, but they had, <laughs> apparently, apparently they had a few injuries. Yeah, but, now, yeah, but you know what, yeah? United fans... United fans' expectations have changed, didn't it? Because... Listen, yeah, United United fans, I'm a United fan, yeah. We all talk about, oh, yeah, United are the biggest club in the world and this and that and this. Yeah, we can do anything, we can do that. But when it comes to talking about should we be winning a title, is Oli should be out that door in me. So, Jay, if United don't win the title... Put it on me. Put it on me. If Oli don't win the title, should Oli yeah. be sacked in me? The, re- the only answer, I've asked, this, I've asked this loads of times and I always give the same answer because what I believe, the context is key, right? Because if you say... Say we lose the title on the last day of the season, right? We get to the Champions League final and we lose it on penalties. Are we sacking Ole? No. Say we fin- say say we finish fourth, yeah? Don't win anything. Does Ole need to go? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's about yeah. how that how that it's like when people say he needs a trophy. If Manchester United win the League Cup and finish seventh, do you think Ole deserves to keep his job? Because I fucking don't. So this oh, right. so, needs a trophy. So check he it. He, he would need a real title and Champions League challenge. Now again the Champions League you can get you can get I'm gonna say challenge, I mean out of group stages, into knockout stages, beating the teams we should be beating. Not going out to Leipzig and, and you know finishing and getting beat by Istanbul and stuff so, like so, that. So, so, that. Well, mate. So, put, put, well, mate. Do you think he should because I've noticed you're putting it on G's toes here and we don't know what your mm. thoughts are on the Mike listen Mike listen you know me I'm straight to the point if Oli don't win the league this season yeah he's got to go well, well, yeah, what even, the guys even, do this is, is, is there no is there no sort of mitigating circumstances? No, I was using an example, right? Liverpool's a good example. Klopp was under pressure to get a, a trophy. He'd not won a trophy and he'd lost three finals, not won a trophy, or he'd lost three finals, I think, at the time, not won a trophy. He gets to the Champions League final. So even though he doesn't win a trophy, people believe yeah. in what he's doing, they get him behind him. Yeah. There's a feel-good factor. He gets that next season, they win it next season. Do you think there's a case for Ole if he doesn't win a trophy but Goes very close. Goes close in the title where you think. You know why? Do you know what? Do you know why I can't have that, bro? Because I've seen him. I've I've seen him in five semi-finals already. I've seen him get beat by Villarreal in a final. So that 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 option of always getting close, we've seen it being there and done it. How many times do we do we say Ole? Oh, do you know what he was on? Listen, with Manchester, Chelsea, don't mess about. That's why the win stuff. Because they don't mess about, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if a guy's not doing the business, he's out the door and United have got to adopt this. Because listen, yeah, I speak to many City fans, yeah, and Mike, you can kind of tell me whether I'm right or wrong. But if Pep Guardiola now, yeah, doesn't win the league this season, yeah, no one's really calling for Pep Guardiola's head. Do you know why? Because he's got credit in the bank, so much credit, yeah, from what they've done, that their expectations are not of a case of, oh, listen, if he doesn't win it, yeah, then he's got to go. Because they know City are going to be there or thereabouts, isn't it? Because they've got over the line. United, since 2013, yeah, have not got over the line. And that's not good enough because, what, we're in 2021, 22 season? It's 10 years. Don't think that United can't go as long as Liverpool without the title. You understand me? Because at Chelsea, it's not going to happen. Do you understand me, bro? So we've got yeah. to start thinking to ourselves, right? This top four race, and yeah, it's difficult. Yes, there's more teams with money. Yes, there's better managers in, in, in the league. But listen, you either are also run or you're either trying to be the best. Which one is it? Right about now, United have been acting like also runs for the last few years. Do you know what I'm saying? So it is what it I'm, is, but... I'm not going to argue with... Go on, bro. Because you're, you're making a reasonable debate there. You know, I, I hate all this just nonsense of like, all in or all out, no matter what. Yeah. You know, mate, like, yeah. like, we can win yeah, 10 yeah, Champions yeah. League, I want him sacked, or we can finish 15th and I, I wouldn't sack him. That sort of nonsense yeah. was made. In. And when you make a point like that, because I agree with you that we are Manchester United, yeah. but I think, but I just think for me, I, I personally would, would look at the context of it. And, you know, sometimes yeah. I look at it and go, all right. But the, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you now, I can't stomach another semi final loss. And a, and a, yeah. and a yeah. you know, and a, and a no, and a nowhere near the title, especially, especially a nowhere near the title, especially if it's City or the Scouts is lifting it. That's going to be yeah. too much. Well, that, that goes back to me of a point, innit? Can you... Yeah. And I and, and ask myself, this is a City fan sometimes, are you okay? Not okay, because you're never okay with losing, but 
Can you accept if a team comes along and beats you in a one-off game or pips you to something that you actually know, all said and done, they're a better team than us? I can, I can, I'm not okay. I know you said that. You said that yourself. No one was okay with losing. But I can stomach it. Like the Villarreal game for me was a disgrace. Yeah. And it's, you know what? Getting beat on penalties isn't the disgrace. Going to penalties is a disgrace. That should yeah. never have got to that. It shouldn't have. And people going about, and I've been guilty of it, oh, you should have brought on Dean Henderson and River for the penalties. Bro, we shouldn't be worrying about what goalkeeper are bringing on for penalties against Villarreal. That shouldn't be in a comfortable final victory. No dramas. Get your trophy. That's that puts a bed. Move on. And after yeah, that, mate. You know, that, that hurts me, that one. Because it wasn't yeah, really to, answer your qu- to answer your question, obviously when United played in the Champions League final against Barcelona with Messi and that, yeah, you can hold up your hands and say, do you know what? Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? We're completely done by players that are completely better than us. Do you know what I'm saying? It is what it is, but when you're facing teams that you're supposed to be beating, then it's a, nah, it's a different a question altogether. Do you get me? But let's talk about players and, 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 and expectations and things like that, Mike. Talk to me about Raheem Sterling because you know what? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think he gets a bad rap in it. Like, he's 26 years old. What? He's, he's three goals away from being in the Premier League 100 club. He's eight goals away from being the highest English goal scorer in the Champions League. He's 12 goals away from being the highest winger, highest scoring winger in the Premier League history, you know. He's 26 years old. Like, what are your thoughts on him? Because at the moment, he's sitting down on the bench catching a cold, watching City play football. Do you know what I mean? And Holden's back now. Does he get in the, For you, should he be starting for City still? Should he still be the main man? Or is his time done? Nah, do you know what, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this one back a step and I'll take it away from Ryan Steele. I'm going to come back to answer those specific points of Ryan Steele. I'm going to take it to the the football fan psyche in it. Every single football fan has got a style of player that they just like. And I, I, I'm like that. We've all do it. David Silva, even, he used to give the ball away. I used to turn a blind eye when he could do what he wanted out there. <laughs> I, was just, I just love watching the guy playing it. So then you'll yeah. get other players that you just just don't just don't you just don't have that same affection for whatever reason. And it's nothing personal, it's all about football. When you're watching, you just don't get that, that same love and enjoyment of watching and playing it. So does that yeah. comes into every single football fan's decision when they look at a player and make a judgment call them, whether they're good or bad. So then when you then bring stats into the mix of that, you start finding stats for and against in it. And you've hit the nail. Yeah. So if you get back to Ryan Sterling, it. So you've hit the nail on his head. So me personally, he frustrates the life out of me. But based okay. on what he's done over the last however many years at City, should he be one of the first names on the cheat team sheet? You're damn right, you should. But would I put him okay. in the team first ahead of what I'm seeing now from Foden? I don't think I would. And that's big. That goes back to the whole what I want to see on a football pitch in it and what I think oh. a player contributes. So let me just finish there. So in terms well, of on, Ryan Sterling has got a right to be in every single one of those conversations about the top wingers around. And he is. I put him in that debate every day of the week. You get me? Yeah. Even on even on a Lindon front. But what I can yeah. say, there's certain things about his game that frustrate the life out of me and that makes you naturally Lose patience. I've heard you do it with Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay has mixed it in the Champions League with the best of them. But you still have a problem. Yeah, but yeah, but I've got a contention when you say mix it. What do you mean by mix it? Oh, there you go. I you see- set him off, Mike's here. I know, I know what you've done here. <laughs> no, this is going to be another hour now. Jesus, what? I've seen, like you see that game when you went to the game where you won in the Champions League where you got over line, but that was a big day. Or when, even when you beat, was it your place too? No, was it last year? Scott McTominay yeah. was out there doing doing the bits for your team. And obviously at the end you've gone, yeah, I'll give him his dues. But he, he's be- but you won't give him the full amount of dues because he just doesn't sit right with you. And, and say what you want or not, but that's just the fact of the matter. But we all have it. Certain players you warm to more than others. So 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 let me ask you then now, yeah. A sixty million bid comes in for Sterling right now. Are you selling him? No. <laughs> Why? Because a, a good football team, a great football team, is a great squad. And so 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 you're classing Sterling as a squad member rather than a main man now. All of our players are squad members. Every single one of them. Ryan St- There's going to be games where Ryan Sterling needs to play. And if he gets his form back and worries, that- see, it's, you know what, right? Pep's done something crazy in my head where I Go haven't on. got a. This needs to be our eleven every week. 
it's a weird place to be in, guys. I know you guys have got your you guys from 1970 come back now and everyone's gone and bought his jersey. <laughs> 1970, you know, this guy is cheeky, you know. He, he was calling him 37 last week, despite that, <laughs> he's 36. And now he's 50. <laughs> <laughs> but you get me point. It's a weird point where so there's some weeks where I think it's gotta be Mares and Bernardo nip and tingle. Then it nip and took. Then it's other weeks I think we've got to stretch him. I preferred the first one, nip and single. We need pace. We need pace. We need pace. Get standing in there. So it just depends. I haven't got. A Do you know what interests me? Yeah, do you know what I hear that? And Pep Pep does mix up his team, but do you know what I find interesting? Sterling's only 26 years old, you know. My man's not even like 31, 32. So we're looking at a guy that's banging his prime. But what you're what I the gist that I'm getting from you, Mike, is that he wouldn't be in your starting lineup. Yet he's your do, do, do you think though, Pundit? Go on, Mike. Go on, Jay. Your bit, I mean, both of you've been pretty balanced with him. When that you got saw that kid at Liverpool, right? When they finished second in 2014, I think he got 11 goals, was it? Tore it up. Yeah. The scouts just didn't want to sell him. City come in for a £50 million bid. They haven't really got a choice in the matter. They either sell him for that or he goes on a free the next year. Do you, do you, has he lived up to the expectations you had of that 19-year-old with a £50 million price tag who was such a force at Liverpool? Do you think he's exceeded expectations? Because people say, oh, Pep's took him to levels that he would never have got to. And I think... I always think that Sterling would have been in that conversation. When you looked at him then at Liverpool and for the, the, the money he was going for and how gutted they were to lose him and how big a deal it was that City got him, mm. I think he's sort of done what I expected. I don't think he's yeah. been... I've gone, wow, I never thought Raheem Sterling was going to do the, the, the numbers that you've just put up. And yet I don't think he's not done enough. Do you know what I mean? I think he's been sort of uh, what you would have expected. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see your to hear your take on it. Whether you no, think he has. I think that's a very, very good question. Yeah. I suppose, you know what the other thing as well? When a player comes to your club, uh, the, the scrutiny levels just, just go ramp up in it. You start watching him a lot more. Yeah. And I didn't realise, and this is no offence to the kid, how poor technically he is on the football. Is the way how he shoots and stuff like that. So I won't get into all of the, the nuts and crannies of that, but but he, he, the way how he strikes a ball, it's not the greatest. And you only start noticing them things when it's your team getting chances and he's going through one-on-one in crucial games and stuff like that. Like Yeah, but Mike... What's it? Nah, Mike, I've got, I got to ask you... Sorry. Go on. Go on. Now, I'm just going to say, I was going to say, I take it back to that game where the only blemish on Pep's record... Um, the one against you lot where we could have won the league that day, he had a gl- about three glorious chances to make that five 0 before half time. And it, it, it okay. just, when he Mate. goes through, when he goes through, you're just not confident. Do you think? All. Do you think, Mike's Mike's just on that front? Do you think any fans hold that against him at all? That particular game, yeah. Because you're right. I, when I think of Sterling, I do think of that game a lot because he, oh my god, he had so many chances. I thought, and you score any of them, it's three 0 it's game over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but lads, just, but hold on, hold on a no, second. No, I'm, right? I'm just, I'm just wondering as a, as a city, if there's any city fans. Sometimes, you know, like little games like that, you think. Mm, yeah, but what, what we have to start, we have to start talking about expectations here now. Because let me just ask you two something: Is Lukaku a great goal scorer? One second, though, I, I'll answer that. Yeah, he is. But I'll have, yeah, he All is right. a great goal scorer. But I tell you, what makes City fans nervous is see that miss against Leon in the Champions League quarter final, one yard out with a open There you net. go. There you and go. And then he's done the same thing against Burnley twice. And it's things like that. Yeah. That you're nervous around a goal. And you think, right. I don't see Luis Suarez doing that. For the numbers he's putting up there, you try, is he in that level of player in it? And you think, I just couldn't visualise Luis Suarez missing from there. He might have done. Yeah, but hold on, Mike, Mike. Yeah, but you're, you're, you've just compared him to an actual striker. Sterling's not a striker, bro. First of all, not, second of all. I'm comparing to a footballer that's good on the box. Missing from one yard out. I don't see. I just couldn't imagine Foran Torres doing that. He might do it this season. I just don't see that type. Of right, listen. A good player. I, I I agree. Yeah, I agree that Sterling Sterling should score more goals. But but we have to actually check it out. Yeah, he scores. Just for example, let's round up. Uh, I can't remember a number, but say twenty five goals, thirty goals a season. He's probably scored in one year, right? Now, what we're saying is, or what what most fans are saying is, right? He should be getting fifty. Is that is that is that what we're saying? Because if that's what we're saying. Yeah, then, then, then we're talking about Sterling should be one of the best players of, of of all time. Now, are we being unrealistic? Yeah, or is it realistic to know actually this guy wasn't a great goal scorer at, 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 at Liverpool? He, he wasn't known for goals. 
all of a sudden now he's come to City, man are talking about, oh, no, nah, he should have scored an extra 10. He should have scored an extra 20. Where are these expectations coming from? So you right, Because let's get it straight. You're right, you're right on that pundit. But what I've done is I've brought up circumstances where you think, wow, quality players don't miss those. You get me? But he's yeah, I hear that. It scores other goals. Yeah. You think, yes, yeah, so and you're right. The numbers wise, like I said at the start of this whole thing, numbers wise, he's in any of the debates. And when he sits down and reflects at the end of the career, only a few people are going to remember that miss against United, and I'm going to be one of them because that's one day. That's one day. <laughs> I, do, I, I don't understand how you know. On that you, day that you, know you know. You know. Is he? You know. Is he a United fan as well, Mike? That's what that is, bro. He was like, <laughs> he knew he was going to win the league. He thought we can win it next week. Not a drama. Don't worry about it. I've got no, your lads. <laughs> now the thing is, Sterling's a good topic, and do you know what? I'm sure throughout the season we'll touch on that more. Do you know what I'm saying? But. Let's flick over to the red side and talk about and talk a little bit about someone who's, who also gets the fan base a bit split, which is Paul Pogba. Listen, my man started off the season fantastically well in it, like seven assists in four games. Do you know what I'm saying? But Jay, like the contract situation with Pogba, me personally, I think United have got themselves into a right mess. You get me? Don't and it's the wrong. Before you talk about the contract, Jay, do you yeah. guys Pogba in the world world class bracket? Is is that where you man pitching? <laughs> Do you know what yeah. it is with, with Pogba? The, <laughs> the difficulty you've got is on his day, 100%. It's just consistency. That's the only I thing. I don't on his day. Is he there? Yeah. If you're going to give me, if you're going to make it a binary answer, I've only got the on- answer of yes or no. I'll say yes. Okay. Fair enough. If you only give me that, if I'm not getting like the, you know, uh, but if you give me like, I can explain it. Please don't come with caveats, G. <laughs> 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 he's world class but only on a third he's, he's been world class he's been world class this week he was world class against Newcastle <laughs> nah but you know what Jay you know what Jay Mike's is right though you know because like you can't you can't we can't sit here and talk about Pogba well, you know one minute Pogba oh yeah is, Pogba is with the, 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 Pogba, the, the, the big debate about Pogba is all chicken and the egg thing is it that the players around him at times haven't been good enough because it's easy to look at Paul Pogba and go you've got Bruno Fernandes you've got Jaden Sancho, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo, you've got, you know, um, <laughs> whoever else is, is, is playing from Edison Cavani. You know, these are these are class players. But you've also had Paul Pogba, where he's and Andreas Pereira alongside him, where he's had an Asian one matter, uh, an out of form Jesse Lingard, an out of sorts Anthony Martial. He's had teams, you know, that haven't been that great. And he's been the main man and he's been the one that everyone looks to and goes, you know, Pogba, you need to get us out of this. So it's a bit of both, really. I think that there's times when he should have stepped up more often on a more consistent basis. And there's times when there's probably been a little bit too much expectation because the quality around him hasn't been there. I personally, just to step it forward to, to the point you get, we're going to be discussing, you know, I w- would love Paul Pogba to sign a new deal. I really would. I think he is class. And I think that with those players around him, he looks better and he cannot unlock their defences because he's got players as well making the runs they should be playing. He used to get so frustrated with Romelu Lukaku when Lukaku was in his last season at United. It was unreal. They were always arguing. They weren't even arguing. It's probably just shouting at him. Whereas now he don't, you don't see any of that because he's got those players making the runs. But I'm well, just... how, comes, how comes Lukaku makes the right runs for De Bruyne for Belgium? Because I think Lukaku for Belgium, and he was even, you know, I think actually, I'll pull, I'll pull you up on this point. Does he though? Did he though when he was at United? Because you say, all right, he did. You go back to that 2018 World Cup and you go, Romelu Lukaku got four goals in that World Cup, yeah? Decent return. Who did he get them goals against? He got two against Tunisia. He got two against Panama. Did you watch those other Belgian games? Did you see Kevin De Bruyne getting frustrated with him? Because I did. Did yeah, you see yeah, but, right, yeah, but right. players get frustrated. Right. He's going to throw no stats in the mix. He's right. He's, he's got, he's, he turned up against a couple of guys there that are part yeah. time. Yeah, you, know? you know, he got a couple of goals against Panama and Tunisia and he didn't turn up for the other games. And I seen yeah, Bruyne and I seen Hazard getting frustrated with him. So that's why it was the same with Pogba. Pogba, you know, Romelu Lukaku, yeah, you, you're banging him in against the likes of Watford and, and Villa and all them lot. Did he turn up in the derby? No, he set up two goals for City. Did he turn up yeah, against Scousers and, and Arsenal? No, he didn't. He wasn't that type. He wasn't, sorry, he wasn't that type of player. He wasn't performing to the levels that a Manchester United striker should have been performing to. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't like to see players shouting other players on the same team. I'm not into that. But I can understand why Pogba was getting frustrated towards the end because Lukaku just wasn't making those runs. Right, okay. So, so guys were not making runs for him, but so now guys are no, making No, that's, runs. that's, not, that's, that's, you know, and my point is, He's in a much better team now with people making lots of runs that he should be making, where there has been times, not all the time, but there's been times when 
you can see it. You've seen it yourself, man, where we've, you know, Pogba's on the ball. There's not enough movement around him. Sometimes he's his own worst enemy. He holds on to it a little bit too. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Yeah. Listen, well, I think there's been I times when I've been annoyed because I can see space and I'm thinking, there you go. You know, you saw him in Bruno. You remember Bruno's debut against Wolves and he's screaming yeah. at Jesse Lingard. What are you doing? Made that run. Bruno couldn't believe it. He's like, what's going yeah. on there? Do you know I what I mean? This is the guy's debut. One sec. He's in a key area in, 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 in that team. Yeah. In that. And, and it's not the whole, when he gets half an hour in a pitch, do a swivel and a fist and flick his hand in the air and spread one and clip one in, clip one in behind. We all know he can do that. Yes. It's when it gets a bit down in the trenches. Is he the guy? Because I at one point, yeah, a few years ago, a certain United fan tried to compare Paul Pogba to Yaya Torre. The leagues apart me in terms of both ends of the pitch in it. So let's just have that right. So I'm trying to say to you now. Why have you brought Yaya Torre into this debate, Mike? Come on. Because you've done it. You've done it there. You've done it there, Mike. You've hit the nail on the head. You've picked, for me, and I said this, I think I'm pretty sure I said it on the podcast of the week, a player that I said should have had a statue outside the Etihad because he's the best player I've ever seen in a City shirt. You've picked one of the greatest midfielders of all time and said Paul Pogba's not as good as him. Yeah, so what I'm trying to show is what, what, so, so what I mean. Like, like mm. I see United fans do it. United fans say like, "Oh, Paul Pogba's not as good as as Brian Robson or whatever." And Brian Robson's probably the best midfielder I've ever seen. And I think just just because he's not in that level or he doesn't influence games as much as that player doesn't mean he's, he's not a good player. He can still yeah. be an outstanding footballer. And you know what? As good as Yaya Torre. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Jay? I, I'll be straight. Yeah. yeah? On, Most mate. United fans never watched Pogba when he was born in like Juventus. They saw clips. Yeah? yeah. So what yeah. they saw was one minute clips, two minute clips, but they didn't see what he was doing for the rest of the 87 minutes. So what they built up in their head, yeah, is what they've seen on that clip, which is him banging it into the top left corner, doing a step over, doing this. So when Pogba's come to United at 23, 23 years old, you know, same age as what Marcus Rashford is now, yeah, they've expected Pogba with a team around with Fellaini and Andreas and all these guys, yeah, to lead Manchester United. Pogba was never the leader at Juventus. He's never been the main man. Do you get me? So what it was, he had men around him, Perlo, Cellini, Patrice Evra, all these, uh, Vidal, all these guys yeah, around yeah. him that could, you know what I mean? Whereas when he comes to United, they put him into a situation and said, listen, you're the guy to get us out. The fans looked at Pogba, 90 million pounds and said, yeah, you're the man. Do you understand me? And then you've got Graham Sooners on telly who's doing Pogba the same thing. Do you understand me? Which is putting expectations. So the first thing United fans and fans in general need to do with Paul Pogba is sort out your expectations because your expectations yeah are not at the correct level for Pogba you're going to be disappointed Pogba isn't what people think he is Pogba's a great player he's a very very good talented player do you understand me but he's not yeah. a Kante mixed with a bit of Zidane mixed with a bit of DDA <laughs> Drogba do you understand me and do you know what I mean and he a Declan Rice you know, in the flipping trend you're right because you know and it, I'm not making excuses because there's times when he hasn't performed to the levels I want him to but like you said you know you name all them players like Marquisio and per- Perlo and all them players that you play alongside and then people think oh yeah you're just going to come and do that week in week out playing alongside players that aren't as good against teams as well United a lot of the time have been behind the, the main teams in terms of quality throughout the squads do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've had a City or Liverpool, or whatever, who've, 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 a Chelsea who've had a better squad than us. So it's not all on Pogba's toes. I think the main problem with Pogba as well is not just you, not just what goes on on the pitch. Mino Riola never shuts up. He's always saying something. He's always causing controversy. He's always having digs, which adds to people's sort of dislike or not, not dislike, but maybe mistrust of Paul Pogba at times. And I think it, it it can be a bit silly with Pogba. The trouble with Pogba is we've had a pretty reasonable discussion about him. Yeah, you've made some good points. Mike's made some good points. Whenever I talk to United fans of Paul Pogba, is the most divisive subject ever. Right? It's like the referendum. You're either in or you're out. You can't have a like. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think yeah. he's good, but he should perform more often. Or I think yeah. he's one of the best players, but he's not as good as others. It's like, you either think Paul Pogba is the greatest player to ever put on a Manchester United shirt, or you think Paul Pogba should be let go on a free right now. There's like, there's yeah. no, people just lose their minds with Paul Pogba. You either Graham Sooness or you're, you know, you're Paul Pogba's mum. There's no like in between. Yeah. And that's what yeah. frustrates me. It's like, I hate it when we're on the channel, not on this channel, because we've been all right with it. But you know, when the Pogba debate comes up, because people just dive in the comments wanting to kill you, no matter what you say. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mike. Like, he's such a divisive character. Yeah, now I hear that. Mike, would you have Pogba at City? Ooh, what a question. Um, 
Do you, do you know why I'm hesitating? I think it's a quite... Listen, let's get out of it right here. I think Pope was a good player. And I, that Yaya Atari comment was... It, it was more about the... It was more about mentality. That's what I was trying to ask you guys. You think his mentality is right when it, when he's in those games? Because I've seen him loses the ball, don't trap backhands in the air and stuff like that. So it was just more about that. I just, mm, yeah, I, no, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I said no. So I, I would have Paul Pogba sitting. And the next question is, does he start? And there's always room on the bench. Yeah, so hold on, hold on, Mike, Mike, let me ask you something. So, so is Paul Pogba better than Gundogan for you? So, yeah, yeah, he's a better. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say he's not. I think he's a better footballer. I think he's in. Yeah, I don't think it's a department that. In terms, of, maybe Kevin us around the box is Gudugan's probably got that over him, but no, I'd say Paul Pogba is a better player than than, than Gudugan. Cleverness around the box. You do realize that flipping Pogba scored sixteen goals in season eighteen nineteen. You know that, don't you? Is everything is everything just kicking the ball over the line from the six yard box? Is that, is well, that you said cleverness around the box, yes, and it takes that, cleverness that, around the box to score that, goals. That son, a, that can be a number of things, Jay. That can be you know finishing balls off, being in the right area. That can be slotting little cute ones through around the back. It can be creating space for others. There's, there's a, quite a bit that goes into being clever around the box. You know, it's not just kicking it over the line. You know, you know, pundit. <laughs> yeah, well, we, yeah, well, we do know that. But you was the first person to say you take Gundogan out of City's team. Yeah, well, what's your point? I'm saying Pogba's better. What, what, what you're saying? What's your point? What you? I'm saying to you, you're saying Pogba's better. But then I heard you say there's always space on the bench. And so I'm saying to you, so he doesn't get in your starting lineup. But I just told you what my starting lineup would be. Right, and is Pogba included in it? No, 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 no. Before I said my my midfield three would be KDB. Yeah. There's no yeah. jersey there for Paul, so just just get that right. Then you've got Rodri sitting deep and that's not Pogba's role as we've seen him. I've seen him try and hold that role for you. <laughs> Give me another word for liability. Not now, we'll do it another time. And then we've got... <laughs> then, then we've got, then we've got then this we've guy, got, man. Bernardo's a different kettle of fish. They're a different right, so, so, so now... Right, right. So we've now got to the point where I wanted you to get to. You're basically saying Paul Pogba does not improve Manchester City, innit? I'll start in 11. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not... He, he brings something different. Uh, and... He's struggling. <laughs> you know he's, you know he's, he's a different player to what we've got in it. So then you've got to understand, is that difference better than what's there? And I don't think... All right, all right. All right, Jay, all right? right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to actually hold this, yeah? Before you move back to Jay, do you think Paul Pogba brings anything to our midfield that's not already there with the players that we've got? I, I, I do. I personally, and I don't watch City as much as you do, but of those players you've ma- mentioned, yes, I get you need a holding midfielder. Yes, Kevin De Bruyne, I understand that he's your boy and I, I completely understand why you wouldn't drop him, but I'd put Pogba in over Silva, personally. I would. What for? We've got everything that Pogba's got in KDB and the other bits that Pogba, I don't think that Pogba hasn't got. We've got any other two players. Why would we do that? I don't, I'm not so sure. I think, I think especially his long-range passing, Pogba's a bit special for right, me. Right, right. So, long-range passing. So, we're getting into attributes now. Long-range passing. Are you telling... What are you laughing at? Are you telling me that, you're, <laughs> yeah. that Paul Pogba's long-range passing is better than KDB? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so, so yeah. yeah. I think that's you, the one area of his game that's probably he trumps KDB for me. That's, that's KDB's area. That's, that is KDB. That's what... what KDB's main attribute is long way. Whenever I've seen him play against United, he's been running with the ball, he's been scoring goals, he's been creating goals with his through balls and stuff. I didn't necessarily think of him as like a, a sort of a, a quarterback type of player when probably when he does drop deep, tackling wise, he's a, a disaster. But in terms of spraying the ball and unlocking defences with it, I think he's one of the best in the world at that. I really do. You just described KDB, look, to be fair. Oh, fair enough. That, 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 that's no, you know, listen, listen, I, I, it's like it's like the whole, you know, Van Nistelrooy or Aguero argument or whatever. You, you know, City fans are going to see more, they're going to argue one's better. United fans are going to say the same. I, I'm not, you know, I think KDB is one of the best midfielders in the world. I'm not disputing that, but I also think Paul Pogba is on his day. <laughs> no, on his day. I just think, obviously, it's come to a situation now where United bought him for £90 million. He's been at the club for half a decade, you know, through United's banner era, if you want to call it. He's not won the title. We've not won the Champions League. So it comes to a point where he's probably looking at it now. Remember, he's 29 in a few months' time, you know. Paul Pogba's not 22. He's 29 in a few months' time. So he's got to look at it and think, okay, this is probably his last big contract. 
does he stay at United? Is United going to give him that platform to win something big? Or does he think to himself, listen, you lot have messed about. For four years, you were giving me Fellaini's and, and all them type of guys. Now you want to bring in Varane. Now you want to bring in Ronaldo when I'm about to get off. Do you get me? So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with, 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 with Paul Pogba's situation. It sounds it's, like we're all waiting for... It's, uh, it's also no coincidence, is it, Pundit, that he's broke the record for assists with the best team around him that he's ever had at United. Right, well... Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like He's never had a team yeah. this good around him at Manchester United and he's smashed the assist record. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. That's not a coincidence. That. It's not like Paul Pogba suddenly started playing better than he's ever played. He's just got better players around him who are getting onto some of them balls that he's capable of doing. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just I annoyed. I'm, I know we've got to wrap it up, but I'm just annoyed with the club because we knew that when we got him from Liave the first time round. We knew this and he went to Juve. Yeah? yeah? This wasn't a kid that grew up in, you know, he didn't grow up in Eccles or Longsight wanting yeah. to play for Manchester United all his life. You know, he, he, didn't, he didn't have that affinity. And there's nothing wrong with that. I get players don't. But then, we, you know, he moved on and we didn't learn our lesson when he came back of we might need to get this guy tied down. We might need to make sure we're not going to be left with him doing the same thing to us again if he, if he wants to leave. And we're in that situation now where in four months time or whatever it is, he can sign a, a deal with someone else, a pre-contract yeah, agreement. Yeah, do you know something? I would, I would even... Management from I would, the club. Yeah, it's poor management. It's poor, it's poor from, the, from, from, from the board and all that. And to be honest, I wouldn't even blame him. I, no, I see United fans going mad saying, nah, he's got a side. No, he doesn't. He doesn't owe you, United you, you, nothing. Are you having to go at a player for seeing out his contract, for fulfilling the contracts that you've put in front of him? Exactly. Do you get you know me? So I mean? it's one of them, innit? Like, obviously, he's always going to split the fan base, um, Paul Pogba. And I guess we'll, 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 we'll touch on him again. But last question on him. Do you think Sunes, do you think Sunes is right, right to call him out, though? No. Mike? I'll say you... No, go on then, Mike. Sorry, oh, I'll let you answer. Go on, Mike. Um, no, no. Um, if you're gonna, if you if you are gonna call someone, I, I've never been one of them anyway to talk about off the field like this because it, it never, it never matters to me. You get drawn into stupid debates, like even finances and stuff. There's a lot of, I tell you what, there's a football fans over the last few years have become financial experts, statue experts, hairdo experts. And it's just a lot of nonsense. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, um, I think all all soon should be doing is looking at what he contributes on the pitch and that. And to be fair. There's other players in that United team that should be getting a bigger rap than the Eagles. So, yeah, I think he gets a lot of unfair criticism. He's a good player. Well, yeah, he's a good player. And, yeah, I think Tunis sometimes is out of order. If he's going to call it one week, when he turns up trumps and delivers, he's got to rave about it. He's got to give it the same energy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I don't agree more. Mike's, Mike's has nailed it. Do you know what? Yeah. I don't mind. A pundit is there, you know, if they see some fault, a fault in a performance or whatever, or criticism of performance, fair enough. But when you've got a guy saying... He should be getting four assists in a game when he's refusing to give him any credit at all for anything. Yeah. It becomes it becomes ridiculous, and you, you look at it and you just know there's an agenda there. And I just think it's sad to see. And I think Graham Sunes has got to do better because he's not being honest. He's got an agenda yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? It's just getting silly. Nah, I hear that. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what? On that note, do you know what I'm saying? We're going to end this one today. Listen, lads, man, it's been a good week, and it. Oh yeah, before we go, Champions League. What are your expectations this season, Jay? Just give me one answer. Round of sixteen, semi-finals, finals. What? What are your expectations for United? Semi-finals again. There's <laughs> a Champions League semi-final this time. It's a step up from the from the usual Carabao Cup semi-final. Carabao Cup. Mike City. What? 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 What are you expecting this season? Champions League, bro. I was going to say semis, but if you guys are picking yourself there, then I've got to pick final, and I... Can I change my answer to we're going to win it? We're going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, you know what time it is, people. Mancuni is shit round here. You get me? Listen, three points in the gaff. Me, myself, Pundit, J, J, Motti, Stretford Paddock, and Mike's. You get me off the block. Big blue, you know how we do. We're gone. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.